garbage in, garbage out. What does that mean for insurance agents? Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Medicare Marketing and Sales Podcast, where we give mediocre Medicare advice to agents. I'm your host, Mike Katorna, and we are talking about CRMs today. Now, garbage in, garbage out. I first heard of it in the computering world, meaning if you put garbage code into a program, you're going to get a garbage program out of it. And that holds true to a lot of things. You know, minimal effort, you can't get maximum results. Doesn't work like that. And I'd say the vast majority of situations. And that is very applicable to your CRM. If you, which is your client relationship manager or your database of clients and prospects, if you put as little information as possible into it, you cannot get a lot of information out of it. It's only as good as you make it. Now, before we go any further, I'm going to do a quick sidebar and say, if you don't have a CRM yet, it is, you are way behind the game. And I know going from paper or a spreadsheet to a CRM can mean seem very overwhelming I've done it. The best advice I ever got for doing this was take five clients a day and input them. You know, take at the end of the day or early in the morning, you know, just sit down and enter five clients in. And that's it. And then by the end of the month, and maybe do five one day and 10 the next and six the next day. And so as long as you're consistently doing it by the end of the month or end of a handful of weeks, depending how big your pile is. Hopefully by the end of that month, you'll have a completely functioning CRM with everyone in it. So it is a little bit of work, but it's one of those from the saying, you don't dig for water when you're thirsty, you start digging now. So by the time you are thirsty, you're, you've dug for water and you have it, right? Same principle here. Now, if you're like, well, Mike, I don't have a CRM. I don't know which one to get. I'm going to give you three options. I don't endorse them. I have no affiliation with them. These are just three that other insurance agents have said work really well. So, you know, buyer beware, you know, go on their websites, check them out, you know, do Google search on them, see what other agents are saying. But these are the three most popular ones I've seen on the market. Your mileage may vary, of course. The first one's a more basic CRM. It's called Less Annoying CRM. It's basically a bare bones CRM with an insurance template. So again, bare bones, it gets you into the CRM world. It has a lot of features in it. It's relatively inexpensive for a CRM, and that's less annoying CRM. The next one's called Agency Block. That's B-L-O-C. And this one has is one of those going from bare bones, you're going to complete opposite end to feature-rich CRM. Lots and lots of stuff you can do with it. And of course, with all those features comes more premium. So it is more expensive, obviously, than less annoying CRM, but Agency Block is is basically like having an administrative assistant working for you as a computer program. Tons of features. You can do drip campaigns via email in it. So much stuff you could do. And the last one is called Radius Bob, B-O-B. And that is more along the lines of agency block. I've never seen Radius Bob in action, but again, a lot of agents I've communicated with in the past handful of years have said they like that program. So those these those three with less annoying CRM, agency block, and Radius Bob. There are other ones out there. There are tons of CRMs out there from very basic and generic ones to insurance-related ones. Again, it all depends on what your needs and budget are. So those are three I recommend at least checking out, but I have no affiliation with them. Now, if you have a CRM, so let's go to the other side of this equation. Let's say you have a CRM. Make sure you're getting 
all the features and benefits out of it, you know, using its full capacity. You know, if it has a drip campaign that you could do when you put a new client in, make sure you're using that because that will save you endless time and effort because you could press a button that automates the process. And that's what a lot of computer programs are doing nowadays is automation. You know, you, you don't have to think about it. You know, it's done. You could, you know, brush your hands off and go about selling and marketing yourself to future pro prospects to hopefully turn into clients. But the more you can automate your processes, the more they can get done effortlessly and the more productive you will be in the long run. So again, make sure you're using all the features and benefits of your CRM. Now, it comes to your CRM as a whole, the more data you have in your CRM, the more information you have. The more information you have, the more opportunities you have. And the opportunities come to connecting with clients, right? Comes to reacting to market changes. Comes to segmenting your clients and prospects to give them more relevant marketing. Comes and just And all this will just make your life easier. So, you know, connecting with your clients, if you're putting in their hobbies and interests and you come across a neat event coming up, you could do a quick email blast to those people and say, hey, I don't know if you saw this, this is coming up. So I'll give you an example. If you have clients that are into motorcycles and there's a big motorcycle fundraiser coming up, you could do a special email blast to all your clients who have interest in motorcycles and invite them to the event or make them aware of it. And they'll probably be appreciative of that. Hey, I didn't know what's happening. I haven't rode my bike in a while. That'd be cool to do. React to market changes. This is a huge one. This one is, I think, a lot of agents miss out on, and it's a huge opportunity. So if you come across clients, or excuse me, prospects, I should say, that are in group insurance and not moving, document that in your CRM. And here's why. I was taught to do this from the beginning of my career. And, and the advice I got was put everyone in your CRM, everyone, because the more people you have in there, the more opportunities you have. And this is how it played out. So Ford Motor Company has a plant just north of Kansas City where I lived and sold insurance. And many, many moons ago, Ford came out and said, if you are a re non-union retiree, we are no longer, no longer going to provide you insurance. We're going to give you a annual allowance to buy your own insurance. So we're going to give you money, do what you want with it. We suggest you buy insurance with it because we're not going to insure you anymore. So every non-union retiree had to find their own coverage. I went to my CRM. I tapped in Ford. And I got a list of people I talked to over the past handful of years that either had something to do with Ford Motor Company. And I started dialing. Hey, saw the news. Didn't know if it affected you. Could it be of any help? And, you know, some people I called were union. And they said, nope, I'm union. I'm good to go. Great. You know, just double checking. Glad you're good to go. Have a nice day. But the people that did affect, they were like, yeah, I don't know what to do. When can you meet? Every person I got on the phone that was being affected by it set an appointment and became a client. Every person that wasn't affected, they weren't mad I called. They were appreciative of the fact that I was almost like a wellness check for their insurance. They were like, how dare you call me and ask? No, they're like, no, I'm good, but thanks for calling, Right. Everyone was polite and it was very proactive. And I got that feedback a lot. Hey, thank you for calling. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to turn. I got referrals out of it. It was a fantastic campaign because I was calling with the, hey, do you need help? No, you're good. Great. Have a great day. And 
the feedback I got from a lot of new clients was, you know, you called me, I wasn't a client, you checked up on me. You know, if you give this kind of service to people that aren't your clients, I can only imagine you're a great agent to work with. I'm like, well, you know, blushing. Well, thank you. But point is, I was being proactive. So many people have to be reactive or wait for people to call them. It's like, oh, well, everyone I've talked to the past handful of years should call me because I talked to them. No, they're not. They probably don't remember you. Or if they do, your business card's long gone, right? But if you're calling them, they're going to be appreciative. So in your CRM, whenever you talk to somebody on group, document it. Because you never know when that group insurance is either going to go away or become so bad that through attrition, they're going to just force their retirees off coverage. And that's how that happened as well. Or another thing that happened, you never know when insurance is going to change and maybe work with Medicare Advantage plans. I saw some group companies or some group plans, excuse me, come out and say, if you have a Medicare Advantage plan, your Medicare Advantage pays first, and then we'll pick up the deductibles and co-pays left over from the plan. And that way, you know, I had a zero premium PPO, so they had their group insurance that was basically acting like a supplement for this Medicare Advantage plan. And they're like, so let me get this straight. Your, your plan pays first, it costs zero, then my plan comes up, which I already have, and picks up the pieces, so I can go to the doctor, I have nothing out of pocket. I'm like, yeah, that's how it works. And if you look on page 31 in your summary of benefits, the group plan says right there, it does that. And they're like, oh, well, why wouldn't I do this? I'm like, I don't know. It's just most people don't read that, and they don't know. So, But we can make it work for you. And everyone that helped doing that, guess what? Their friends who retired from the company got referrals. So these is this is the information you need to be putting in a CRM because this is going to make you much more valuable to the market. It's also going to make your marketing that much easier because when you hear that these changes happen to the market or there's a big rate increase for MedSup or something along those lines, you can react with relevant people in your CRM rather than do a shotgun approach and cross your fingers. Hopefully they're relevant to this phone call. You know, they will be relevant to the phone call and you have much better return on investment, not only in marketing efforts, but your time. So when it boils down to it, what should you have in the CRM? And I'm going to go over the bare basics with you. Of course, you could put in more if you so choose because it's your CRM and use it how you want. But the, again, the more information you have, the more valuable your CRM will be to you. So the basics, personal information, name, address, contact info, their email address, their birthday, preferred method of contact, because we've talked about this before. If you only do email to your clients and prospects, and they never check your email, your message will get lost. So you could still email, of course, because every now and then I'm sure they're going to check their email. But if they prefer text messaging, you could go in your CRM and say, who prefers text messaging? And there's everybody on there. And then you can filter that down with text messaging with this insurance. Maybe come up with 10 prospects and clients that you could send a quick text message to. Heck, I do believe that some CRMs even let you text right through the CRM. The hold me to that. If it's not out yet, I know some are looking into that. So that's their personal information. Put in all their insurance information. Again, if they're, if they're not a client, still put it in there because you never know when a rate change or change the insurance whether it be a group of plan that's basically forcing people out or plan leaves the market or whatever happens, you'll be able to react much easier. Their premium, their you know, policy effective date, if you know it, again, the more information, the better. Their concerns. So if you ever want to do a cancer marketing campaign, 
you could look in the CRM and under concern category, if the cancer's in there, that person pull up and they'll much they'll be more responsive than sending out just again to everybody. Or maybe they want life insurance or they're talking about but not ready to, you know, pull the trigger yet. You could do a campaign specifically to them and hopefully get a much better return on your investment. Hobbies and organizations, right? We talked about earlier, you know, if you have a client that's in the motorcycles and you know of a big motorcycle event coming up, let your clients know, hey, I don't know if you saw this, this is coming up. Oh, great, thanks. And that's a nice little way to connect to them that's not asking them to buy something. Because don't forget, if all your contacts to your clients and prospects involve them buying something, you're no longer a trusted resource. You're just another salesperson. So pay attention to your market. Like Red Hat Society, do they belong to that? Do they ever need speakers? Maybe you spoke at a Red Hat Society organization, which is basically a group of women that go out and have lunch. But every now and then they'll invite someone in for speaker or Q&A. Because I've done that personally. And if you do it for one group, maybe you could look to the other clients' prospects that belong to them and say, hey, I just did a Q&A with ABC Group, and you belong to another chapter of ABC Group. Just so to let you know, if you ever need someone to come in, I'm happy to do it. And the fact you did it with another group gives you some credibility. So with all this, what to do from here? One, if you don't have a CRM, get one. We talked about those three, less annoying, agency block, and radius bob. Look into those. If you need to go from paper to digital, set yourself up a plan. Five people a day, maybe 30 people a week, whatever you decide that frequency is, but just do it because by the end of a few weeks or by the end of the month, you'll have a great and full and functioning CRM. If you have a CRM, look into it. Contact the CRM. Say, hey, I've been using your CRM. You know, I'm looking to do this, A, B, and C. Is there a good way for me to do it? They're there for you right? You're, you're a paying member, contact them. I know Agency Block, if you go to the website, have tons of tools and resources on there on how to do things. So they have an active blog, they have training videos, check it out. Instead of playing Call of Duty or watching the newest series on Netflix, take 30 minutes and look at your, the functions of your CRM and make sure you're using it properly and use it to its full capacity to make your life easier. And that's it. So Make sure you're using CRM, make sure you have a CRM, and make sure you're using just full capacity. So if you have any questions about this, you can always contact me through medicarepodcast.net. Otherwise, I appreciate you listening and go out there, have fun, make money, give impeccable service.